My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, as was mentioned in the prayer, next week we shall celebrate, we shall partake of Yahusha's Passover, the Passover as instituted by Yahuwah God, and also our Lord Yahusha HaMashiach marks a beginning, a new beginning for the people of God. And ever since the first institution of the Passover long ago, it marked a new chapter in the lives of the people of Israel. Because prior to the event that is represented by the Passover, the people of Israel were slaves in Egypt. And Yahusha, Yahuwah decided to establish the first Passover because of what he intended to do to set his people free. And so that beginning marked a new chapter in the lives of God's people. No longer were they slaves. They became a new nation, not only a new nation, but the nation of Yahuwah Almighty. Indeed, it was a great new beginning. And during the time of the Christians, during our era, Yahushua, following also the same theme of a new beginning, offered himself as a sacrifice to Yahuwah, our God. And because of this, we will commemorate that sacrifice. Yahushua's Passover can also mark a new beginning for us, disciples of our King, Yahushua HaMashiach. However, for us to truly be blessed, for us to be able to receive Yahuwah's grace and mercy, we need to make sure that we are fully prepared for Yahushua's Passover, that we do not simply and casually partake of the Passover meal of Yahushua that commemorates his death and suffering. Why do we need to be fully prepared before we partake of our share of Yahushua's Passover meal? Let's begin our studies in the book of Corinthians chapter 11 and the verses 27. It follows that if one of you eats the Lord's bread and drinks from his cup in a way that dishonors him, you are guilty of sin against the Lord's body and blood. Why must we be fully prepared before we eat the bread before we drink from the cup to remember the death and suffering of our King Yahushua, because there is the possibility of dishonoring Yahushua when we partake unprepared. Why must we make sure that we honor and not dishonor Yahushua? Because this Passover meal represents an event that we can say is the greatest event in the history of mankind. Do you believe that, brothers and sisters? Brethren, the Passover of Yahushua is not a common thing. To regard it as a common casual thing would be to desecrate the value and sanctity of Yahushua's Passover meal. Hence, we need to be prepared so that we can properly honor this day for Yahushua. Why is it indeed that Yahushua's Passover deserves our utmost honor and reverence because of what it stands for? What does it stand for? What does it represent? It depicts the two greatest sacrifices in the history of mankind. What was the first sacrifice? The sacrifice of Yahuwah God. When he gave up his son, he sacrificed his only begotten and beloved son, Yahushua HaMashiach, because of his love for us. And so on that day, we will celebrate 
the love that Yahuwah God has bestowed upon us. What is the next sacrifice? The sacrifice of Yahushua himself when he gave up himself to die on the cross. And so this happened on Passover. And so next week, we will remember the sacrifice of God, the sacrifice of his son to celebrate the love of Abba and to commemorate the suffering of Yahushua HaMashiach. We need to honor Yahushua by preparing ourselves. This is why even before we partake our share of the bread and drink from the cup, we have delivered to you through some of our Bible studies, the purpose and meaning of the Passover. Not only that, we have one week in preparatory prayer so that our mind and our heart can be fully engaged, fully prepared. And we have this sermon today to prepare us further so that we can be sure that we will be able to honor Yahusha on that day. What is the warning of Apostle Paul against those who are not fully prepared? For those who not honor, but dishonor Yahusha. The Bible says when they do that, they become guilty of sin against the Lord's body and blood. This is why we must not casually partake of this Passover meal. It's something that we need to be fully prepared for. What, will, what might happen for those who become guilty of sin against the Lord's body and blood? Let's keep reading Corinthians 11, 30 and 32 this time. This is why many of you are sick and weak. And several have died, but we are judged and punished by the Lord so that we shall no longer be condemned together with the world. What can happen to those who are not fully prepared and end up dishonoring Yahushua and so become guilty of his body and blood? Bible says they might become sick, they, may, they might become weak, and some might even perish or die. We do not want this to happen to any of us. We are not preaching this to frighten you. Rather, we are preaching this so that we can be fully prepared because what is in store for us on that day of celebration, on that day of Passover, are great blessings from Yahuwah God and from Yahusha HaMashiach. Brethren, do we want this great blessing? of complete union and fellowship with Abba and his beloved son, what is your answer? Then we need to prepare. We must not let this opportunity to receive a grand blessing from Abba and his son pass us by. We must seize it. We must hold on to it. And it begins by preparing ourselves fully by mind and by heart. Now, who are those who will definitely dishonor Yahushua? when they partake of their share of the bread and of the juice or the wine. Let's read what it says in 17 to 18 and 20. But in the following instructions, I cannot praise you, for it sounds as if more harm than good is done when you meet together. First, I hear that there are divisions among you when you meet as a church. And to some extent, I believe it, when you meet together, you were not really interested in the Lord's Supper. According to Apostle Paul, who will surely dishonor Yahushua 
when we meet together as a church or as an assembly to partake of the Lord's Supper. The Bible says those who bring or create division amongst the assembly. What kind of division is Apostle Paul speaking about? It is division that is caused by misunderstanding and hatred and anger and bitterness. We must remove these elements when we partake of our share of Yahusha's Passover meal. Because if we are to bring these elements of division, things that bring harm to the assembly, we are dishonoring Yahusha and his body. What does Apostle Paul say? When we meet together like this, it brings more harm than good. And so brothers and sisters, before we partake of our share of Yahusha's Passover meal, let us do our best to settle our differences, reconcile where it is required. Let us show love and concern for one another. Why? If disunity or division dishonors Yahusha, what honors Yahusha? Let's read what it says in the book of Corinthians 10, 15 to 18. You are a reasonable people. Decide for yourselves if what I am saying is true. When we bless the cup at the Lord's table, aren't we sharing in the blood of Christ? And when we break the bread, aren't we sharing in the body of Christ? And though we are many, we all eat from one loaf of bread, showing that we are one body. Think about the people of Israel. Weren't they united by eating the sacrifices at the altar, how can we bring honor to Yahushua as we partake of Yahushua's Passover meal when we are completely united? Apostle Paul says, look at the people of Israel when they celebrated the Passover. It was a day of joy. Why? Because they were united. Can you imagine? If you can somehow put on your thinking and imaginative abilities on and look back at what happened during the Passover celebrations of the people of Israel, especially when they were wandering in the desert or they were starting out as a new community in the promised land. When Passover day came, everyone were together simultaneously as a community. Collectively, they celebrated the Passover. It was a day filled with joy because everyone loved each other. They shared that in common. It brought honor to Yahuwah, our God. We can also do the same thing. We can also bring honor to Yahushua. How so? When we celebrate Yahushua's Passover, let us do so with unity of heart and mind, with love for one another. When we do this, what do we express? Our unity in the one body of Yahushua. And so when we share the blood of Christ, we drink from one cup. When we share the body of Christ, we eat from one loaf of bread. This is why in the different places where the Passover meal is being conducted, it is only there's only one loaf of bread. There's only one cup that has the juice or the wine. And those in the specific places partake of it simultaneously. And with the blessing of technology, we can also do it together. 
as an expression of our unity. However, our expression of unity must not simply mean that we do it in one day or that we do it together. Our expression of unity that will truly honor Yahusha is when we partake of our share. We do it because we also love one another. This is so important to Yahusha. This is why repeatedly Apostle Paul speaks about unity. He speaks about love for one another. And so for us to be able to carry this out, to show to Yahushua the beauty of unity and love, what are we required to do? Let's read the book of 2 Corinthians 2, 5 and 8. I am not overstating it when I say that the man who caused all the trouble hurt all of you more than he hurt me. Most of you opposed him, and that was punishment enough. Now, however, it is time to forgive and comfort him. Otherwise, he may be overcome by discouragement. So I urge you now to reaffirm your love for him. Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthians because he was urging them, encouraging them to do something Christ-like, something Yahusha-like. What was that? To forgive and comfort even the one who caused them so much trouble. Apostle Paul himself was a victim of this person's uh, troublesome ways. He was a troublemaker. Do you know anyone who's a troublemaker? Maybe not in the assembly, right? We are all peaceful and loving mem uh, people. But just in case there's someone who comes along who is a troublemaker and he's, he or she uses words which are sharp and rebuking and it brings pain and hurt in the lives of many people, the brother, uh, Apostle Paul says we need to forgive this person. We need to comfort him and strengthen him so that he or she will not be overcome by discouragement. And so we need to do the same thing. However, is it enough simply to forgive one another? No. If you notice, Apostle Paul also said, so I urge you now to reaffirm your love for him. You see, it's easy to say, I forgive you. What Apostle Paul was really bringing the Corinthians to do was not simply to say, I forgive you, but to show it by means of action to show and reaffirm our love for one another. That is the mark of a true follower of Yahusha, that we are able to forgive and love one another. Why must we implement this? As we are now an assembly that belong to Yahusha. We, let's keep reading. Let's read 2 Corinthians 2, 10 to 11. When you forgive people for what they have done, I forgive them too. For when I forgive if indeed I need to forgive anything, I do it in Christ's presence because of you. In order to keep Satan from getting the upper hand over us. For we know what his plans are. Brothers and sisters, did you know that Satan has plans for the assembly of Yahushua? What kind of plans? Not good ones, right? What kind of plans does Satan have against the assembly? To destroy it. What will he do to bring about the destruction of the assembly? To destroy it from the inside out. This is how he gets the upper hand. Apostle Paul says we need to protect ourselves from the schemes 
from the plans and from the strategies of the enemy. He wants to destroy us from the inside out because he does not want us to carry out the work of Yahusha. He wants us to stop it. Let us not become victims. Let us not become instruments of Satan's schemes. What must we do so that Satan will not get the upper hand over us? Apostle Paul says, forgive each other and love one another. Do you see how important that is? Especially as we prepare for our Passover meal. That's of primary importance. This is why when we, when Apostle Paul wrote, if you examine 2 Corinthians 10 and 11, when Apostle Paul wrote about Yahushua's Passover meal, what he spoke about more than anything was our relationship with one another. It is so vital that we preserve that. But brother, how can I do that? I'm only a human. I get hurt too. I'm sure people have emotions. All of us have emotions, right? And so we get hurt, you get hurt. So how is it possible that the assembly of Yahushua is able to maintain love for each other and is able to forgive one another? Let's read what it says in the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love? And if felt any fellowship together in the spirit, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Yahushua had. Brothers and sisters, is it possible that in an organization, everyone will get along and love each other and forgive each other? Only if that organization belongs to who? Yahushua. You see, outside of Yahushua, that would be impossible. But if we belong to Yahushua, it is possible. Not only is it possible, it is necessary. Why? How can we do it? How can we forgive and love each other? Even if from time to time we hurt each other with careless words and actions, how can we maintain that harmony and love for one another? You notice what Apostle Paul says? There's an encouragement from belonging to Christ. What is that? You find comfort in his love. You see, if we are able to forgive and love each other, we need to first taste. We need to first experience and find comfort in Yahusha's love. Because if we will not feel and experience the comfort of the love of Yahusha, it's going to be very difficult. In fact, impossible for us to be able to love one another. Our ability to love each other really comes from Yahusha's love that comforts us. How can we experience this love that comes from Yahushua? Where does it come from? It begins by Yahushua forgiving us. Yahushua forgave us our sins. Despite the fact we are always sinners against him. Yet he forgives our sins. If Yahushua is willing to forgive us and love us. Then shouldn't it be that we too should learn and practice forgiveness and love for one another? This is why 
if we find it a struggle to forgive and to love, brethren, what we need is to receive more of Yahusha's love, experience it more, seek out the presence, experience the embrace, and allow your heart to be filled with the love that comes from Yahusha. Because once we are filled with the love that comes from Yahusha, what will we be able to do? We can put on the attitude and the mind of Yahusha. And this is what we need to do. Yahusha was here on earth to show us an example of what to do, right? What kind of example did Yahusha show us? An example of humility and love. It is that same attitude, that same mentality that we must practice humility and love because without humility and love, forgiveness and love, it's completely impossible. But if we have that humility that Yahusha had, if we have that love that Yahusha had, because we put on the mind of Yahusha, then we will be able to do things together. What does Yahusha expect from all of us, especially after we partake of the Passover? Bible says that we will agree wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Brethren, do we have a lot of work to do? Yes or no? We have a lot of work to do. After we partake of our share of Yahusha's Passover meal, we have work to do. We will proclaim the name of God and the name of his son, Yahusha. We will proclaim the death and purpose of Yahusha. And we will help our fellow men. This is why, brothers and sisters, we have so many activities planned ahead. One of which is we're going to soon announce to you our new program. Yahusha's feeding program. Which is its purpose is to feed the poor of the world. Especially those who are in the Philippines. This is part of the things that we need to work together to do. But we cannot do this unless we work together with one mind. And one purpose. The devil wants to derail that work. But brethren, let us show to Yahushua that indeed we want to honor him. And so when we partake of our share of the Passover meal, we bring the attitude of humility and love with us as we forgive each other and love each other. That would truly honor Yahushua, our king. What else must we do so that when we partake of our share of the Passover meal, we don't end up dishonoring our king. Instead, we honor our king. Let's read the book of Corinthians again, 11, 28, 31. So then you should examine yourself first and then eat the bread and drink from the cup. If we would examine ourselves first, we would not come under God's judgment. What must we do? So that when we partake of our share, of Yahushua's Passover meal, we would not be under the judgment of God. We must examine ourselves first. Take note, it's not our duty to examine others. There are people who are good at that. They're called fault finders. They look at faults in other people. No, if we're going to look for faults, let's begin with ourselves. Apostle Paul tells us one way by which we prepare ourselves before we partake of our share is by examining self. What's the purpose of examining self? So that we can improve, so that we can progress, so that we can begin to grow. This is why 
it's so important that as we prepare for next Saturday, next week, that we have done our best to examine self. Why is this part of our preparation? Because on the Passover meal, on the day of Passover, Yahusha does not simply, he wants to bless the assembly as a whole, but he's also wanting to bless all of us individually. You see all of us who are members of his body? Yahusha loves each of us individually. He's concerned about our life. And Yahusha's Passover can be a new beginning for us, especially if our lives are not working out as it should. If there are many places in our lives when we can do better, Yahusha wants to fill in the gaps. Yahusha wants to fully change and transform our life. It can happen on the day of our Passover if we will let him. But we need to do our part. We need to examine ourselves. What does it mean that we examine ourselves? Lamentations 3, 39 to 40. Why should any living man complain when punished for his sins? Let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to Yahuwah. What must we do as we examine ourselves in preparation for our upcoming Passover meal? Let us examine our ways and test them. What do we use to test our ways? The standard of the word of God. This is why we study the word of God. God has blessed us with an ability to comprehend his words through the power of his Holy Spirit so that we can use the word of God as like a mirror. Because when you examine yourself, you look at a mirror and you look at what is off. If it's off, we do something to correct it. We examine our life to make sure we are living not in sin, but away from sin and living in life and living in faith. Yahuwah God wants the very best in our life. Do you know what Yahuwah God does? If he has a son or daughter who's stubborn, raise your hand if you are stubborn. Probably no one would raise his or her hand. Because when Yahuwah God has children, when he has sons and daughters, do you know what he does? Because he doesn't want us to, to remain in sin. Sometimes he will discipline and punish us for our sins. This is why we need to examine our life. Maybe the reason why certain things are happening in our life Maybe some of the misfortunes that we are experiencing, maybe, I'm not saying with a definitive yes, but maybe it is the hand of God disciplining and punishing us. What did Apostle Paul say? When Yahuwah God disciplines and punishes us, what does that mean? It means we are sons and daughters that belong to him, right? And so when we examine ourselves and we see that perhaps Yahuwah God is punishing us for our sins. The Bible says we should not complain. Instead, we should return to Yehovah God. That's the purpose of the punishment, to discipline us so that it can bring us close to Yehovah our God. But what must we do so that we can return to Yehovah God? What are some of the ways by which Yehovah punishes his people? When we look at Yehovah's history with his people in the past, let's read 
what it says in the book of Second Chronicles 7, 13 and 14. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. How does Yahuwah God sometimes punish and discipline his people? The Bible says Yahuwah will sometimes shut up heaven and there is no rain. What does this represent? Misfortunes and struggles in one's livelihood. Sometimes to get our attention, Yahuwah God punishes us in terms of our finances. And so we need to examine ourselves. Maybe the reason why things are turning south, things are not improving, is perhaps because Yahuwah is punishing us. How also does Yahuwah God sometimes punish his people? The Bible says, by sending pestilence among my people. What does that represent? Misfortunes in our health, disease. We're not saying if anyone is sick, it's because Yahuwah God is punishing them. It could be a trial, yes, but it could also be God punishing us. And unless we learn how to return to Yahuwah, how are we going to change? We want to change for the better. Yahuwah wants us to change for the better. But how can we do so if we do nothing about it? We have to do something. How can we do something about it and return to Yahuwah God? You notice what God said? Humble ourselves so that we will take ownership of our sins. If we are being punished because of our sins, instead of complaining, we need to seek the face of our loving Abba. We need to pray to him and turn from our wicked ways. What will God do if he sees us humbling ourselves and we forsake our wicked ways and we turn to him in humble prayer? The Bible says he will forgive our sins and heal our land. He will heal and restore our bodies and our souls. This is what forgiveness does. The forgiveness of our sins, it can happen today. If you ask Yahuwah God to forgive you today, he will forgive you today. We don't have to wait till next week. We can free forgiven now. And this is what Yahuwah God wants. If we will seek his face and forsake our wicked ways, go to him and he will forgive us and restore us once again. Why are we assured he will do this? Did you notice what he said? If my people who are called by my name, aren't we not called by the name of Yahuwah God? The name of Yahusha we bear and we take with us. And so Yahuwah, when he looks upon us, he sees his precious name. We are identified with his name, the name of his son. And so because of this, we know if we will only humble ourselves, Yahuwah God will take us. Why else are we sure? Why else are we confident? If we will humble ourselves and return to Yahuwah God, he will take us and forgive us of our sins. Let's read the book of Psalms 103, 8 to 9. Yahuwah is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. 
He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. Yahuwah is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Why are we confident? That when we approach Yahuwah with humility and seek his face, he will accept us and he will forgive us our sins. Because Yahuwah is like a father to each and every one of us. Brethren, do you know when? Yahuwah God gave mankind the opportunity to become his sons and daughters. Do you know when it all started? Passover, some 2,000 years ago, when he gave up his son. He didn't have to do that. But he planned to do that even before we were born. Because he knew we were sinners. But even then, he chose to love us. Willingly, he gave up his son. How many of you are willing to give up your children? He gave up his son. To die on the cross. He did that. So that we can have the opportunity. To become his adopted sons and daughters. To belong to his household. He did that on Passover. So that we can become sons and daughters. That is who we are today. Never forget who we are. We are the sons and daughters of God. And because we are sons and daughters of God. He will be tender and compassionate. Merciful. And will show his unfailing love. How great is his love for us. It cannot be measured. That's what it means. When it says it's as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. It simply means it cannot be measured. By the standards of men. That is how great the love of Abba has for us. And so brethren. Before we pray together today. Why not go to your loving father. And ask him. To forgive us our sins. Why not promise to Yahuwah Abba. That we will forsake our wicked ways. Why not ask Yahuwah Abba. That he makes us worthy. To partake of Yahusha's Passover meal. Let us ask him to completely forgive our sins. Wash us completely. That we can partake with confidence. On that day when we will remember. The greatest sacrifice of all. The greatest event. The history of mankind. That can be a time of a new beginning. And on that day. When we are seeking the face of Abba. And his son. Remembering his sacrifices. What can we also ask our loving father. What can we ask his son as well. Let's read. The final passage of our studies today, the book of Psalms 90, 13 to 17. How much longer will your anger last? Have pity, O Yahuwah, on your servants. Fill us each morning with your constant love so that we may sing and be glad all of our life. Give us now as much happiness as the sadness you gave us during all our years of misery. Let us, your servants, see your mighty deeds. Let our descendants see your glorious might. 
Lord, our God, may your blessings be with us. Give us success in all we do. Brethren, the Passover marks a new beginning. It marked a new beginning for Israel. No longer were they slaves of Egypt. They became a nation, a people of God. They had a God who cared for them like a father. The Passover of Yahusha also represents a new beginning. Because before, when God looked at mankind, God saw enemies. But because of the sacrifice of Yahusha HaMashiach, we can become sons and daughters. It's a new beginning for us, brethren. And so what can we ask our loving Abba, especially on that day? Brethren, why not ask our Father to fill our mourning each day with his constant love? Don't you want to live your life each day being able to sing gladness, to sing praises to our loving Abba. Not only can we sing praises to loving Abba, we can experience his constant love. What else can we ask our loving father to give us much happiness as the sadness that perhaps some had to endure because of the punishment of their sin? Yes, God punishes, but he also forgives. And when he forgives, he also restores and replenishes. One of the most beautiful experiences in life is to be forgiven by God. And when God begins to change our life, when God begins to shape our life and he begins to prosper us and give us success in all that we do, we can look back and perhaps we can point to that day, that pivotal day in our life when we made a choice, I want to return to Abba through his son, Yahushua. It is then, brethren, that we can live the rest of our life in a way that is filled with God's constant love and we will feel happiness. God wants us to be happy. Yes, we have something to look forward to in the kingdom of heaven, but even now, Yahuwah God can give us happiness. He can bless us with success in all that we do. Why not allow Yahuwah God to bless us? Let us prepare ourselves for this coming Yahusha's Passover meal that we may receive in full his grace and blessing that he has allotted for his sons and daughters. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, yes, Yahuwah God Almighty, yes, we come before you at this moment Amen. thankful grateful yes, for all that you have done yes. and for all that you will do. Amen. Your constant love is solid. Yes, it is dependable, yes. unfailing. You gave up your son yes, that we may live forever. Yes, Father, help us to understand if we can yes, the depth the height, the length, and width of your love. Yes, it is only by your spirit yes. can we even have an inkling of an idea yes. of just how much you love us. Yes. Father, help us to be prepared to partake of the Passover meal, yes. to commemorate the death and suffering of your son, Amen. Yahushua, our king. Yes, okay. We know 
what will bring honor to you yes. when you see us loving one another yes. when you see us forgive one another yes. you are pleased and honored yes. you want this to be seen amongst us yes, because this is what you did yes. the more we do that the more we become like you yes. and so help us to exercise what you want from us yes, to forgive one another to love one another Amen. but we cannot do this without you yes, it is impossible apart from you yes, but because we belong to your body the assembly of Yahusha is yours. Yes, we find encouragement and strength yes, in the fact that we can taste your love. Yes, we find comfort in your love. Yes, At this moment in our prayer, yes, we ask Lord. you humbly, loving Mashiach, yes, embrace Lord. us now. Yes, Help yes. us to feel your love. Yes. May we find comfort in your love loving arms, yes, the more we feel you in our hearts, Amen. the more able we are to forgive, yes. the more able we are to endure, yes. the more able we are to love. Amen. This is what we want to do. Yes, because on that day, when we will approach your table, Yes. We want to be able to do so yes. with a clear conscience, yes. with a pure heart, knowing that we love you. Yes. We love you so much. Yes. Loving Messiah, yes. you have done so much for us. And in truth, there's nothing really yes. that we can do for you. Amen. What we want is to be completely united with you, yes, even Lord. if it means participating in your sufferings. Yes, so Lord. be it, loving Lord, yes. only so that we can be with you yes, when we partake of your Passover meal. Amen when we take our share of the bread, yes, when we drink the cup, may we feel your presence, yes, that Lord. you are dining with us, yes. that you are always in our hearts, yes, never leave us, yes. be with us always. Yes. If there be among your servants, who are afflicted with disease or sickness. Yes, May you heal us completely. Yes. Those who are enduring hardships. Yes, May you Lord. give us peace. May you give us comfort and strength yes, that Lord. we may remain with you always. Amen. We will do so much. We want to do a lot. Yes. We want to be able to do your works, yes, to Lord. proclaim your name in the name of Yahuwah Abba. Yes, Help Lord. us to do this, yes. to be your representatives, yes, to Lord. shine brightly before men all the days of our life. Amen. Father, we ask you, continue to prepare us yes. in our minds, in our hearts, in our actions, in our deeds, yes. so that on that day when we will celebrate the Passover, we will taste your goodness yes. and experience you, loving Father, yes. deep within our hearts. Amen. We love you so much yes. for what you have done. Undeserving as we are, yes. you continue to provide everything we need. Amen. 
Father, please allow all of us to meet together on the appointed day and hour yes. and to partake of the Passover meal. Amen. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. Yes. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.